0: What's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday, and welcome to the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. I am James Grande, and I'm flying solo this week. Um, John and Pemba is at the FSGA con uh, conference in Las Vegas, so I will be flying solo Tuesday through Thursday. Um, and the reason we're only recording until Thursday? All Star break, baby. Um, so. After Thursday's pod and day of content, it will be the break from 18th to the 23rd. Um, So uh, let's get into it. Tuesday, we have a seven-game main slate beginning at 7.30 Eastern Standard. Uh, Looking over at Vegas, we have five totals. Um, Boston, Philadelphia, uh, no James Harden already ruled out through the All-Star break, but 211 total, Boston one-point favorites. On the road, shows you just how well Boston's playing, how their are favorite, their uh, favorites in Philly. Cleveland, Atlanta. Cleveland, one and a half point favorites on the road. Two road favorites to start this one. Memphis taking on New Orleans, who are on a back-to-back. 227 and a half total. Uh, Memphis giving six points to the Pelicans on the back-to-back. Charlotte, Minnesota, 244 total. This is the second slate in a row we've seen Charlotte Over 240 after really not seeing any 240 totals um, all year long. So we're definitely going to have a lot of interest there in Charlotte, Minnesota. And then the late night hammer, Clippers on a back to back. Clippers taking on the Suns. Suns 12 and a half point favorites, the biggest mark on the slate Uh, of the totals we have. We don't know what the status of Indiana, Milwaukee. Milwaukee is on a back to back. And we don't have Dallas, Miami, all those Miami guys listed. We're questionable. We already know Tyler Hero's status is out. Um, I think I'm going to do it, considering it's solo. I think I'm going to go game by game here. Um, You know, it's usually easier with John and I where we could talk it through. I'm just talking it through by myself here. So we'll go game by game. We'll break it down that way uh, for the rest of the week. And I'm going to start off with Cleveland Atlanta, and I'll start off on the Cleveland side of things. And this is one of the games that we do not have. Oh no, we do. 221. Um so juicy total there. The start of the Cleveland side. Jared Allen, newly minted All-Star, uh coming off a pretty bad game, but uh four straight before that over 39 fantasy points including a 62 fantasy point game against Charlotte. We know, you know, he, he's fared well against Atlanta this year. 35 and a half fantasy points in two meetings. Um, we can, you know, Karis LeVert's price tag is down. I don't really have a lot of interest there. Darius Garland, though, 7,400 is a very appealing price tag, even with Karis LeVert being active. Um, 35 minutes, 23 shots. The assist numbers were down, sure, but the scoring is not. 27 actual points, so For a guy averaging eight assists per game, I suspect that there's a positive regression coming his way. So I like Garland quite a bit, 7,400. Mobley's fine at 65. You know, he he hit a a rookie rut recently, but, uh, you know, 65 is a good price. Kevin Love, um, you know, 17 minutes in that Philly game. Definitely not what you want to see, and this is why I don't think we can really trust Kevin Love in anything but tournaments. Uh, We already know Lowry Markin is rolled out. Um... I mean, look, even with Garland, you know, Rondo played 33 minutes. And it's the second time in three games that Rondo's top 30 minutes. And it's the second time in three games he's gone for 40 fantasy points. So 4,100, I don't hate Rajon Rondo. And, you know, even the game wedged in between the 30-minute games, 22. And he's only 4,100, so I don't hate that. And then after that, it falls off a cliff and the exposure... Uh, Falls by the wayside. So let's shift over to the Atlanta side. You know, Trey Young, 9,300. The price is dipping and dipping fast. Um, He has now racked up five straight double doubles. Three of those five, he's gone for 50 fantasy points as well, you know, which is 6x at 9,300. So I definitely think there's value behind Trey Young. And we already know John Collins is out, he'll be sidelined through the All Star break. Uh, So we got to like that. I think Collins is firmly, or young, excuse me, firmly in play without John Collins. Uh, Also, maybe no Bogdan Bogdan. Uh, That could open up the door for guys like Kevin Hoarder, DeAndre Hunter, Danilo Gallinari. They're all okay. They're all, you know, they all eat into each other's playing time. Um, They all eat into each other's usage. So I think they're okay, especially if Bogdan's out. But But the one thing we have to take away here is Clint Capella finally over 30 minutes. It, it's been a, a rough stretch since he's returned from um, injury. And, you know, it, he has been oft injured throughout his career. So maybe they were taking it easy. But he jumped from 21 minutes on the Spurs on the 11th to 31 minutes against Boston on the 13th. And, you know, we saw 17 boards because of it. He is a rebounding machine. He was two points away from a double-double. I think this is a great opportunity For Capella to get back uh, another 30 minutes, 5,300, that is a steal. So uh, I like him quite a bit. I guess if DeLon Wright and Bogdan Bogdan sit, maybe a dart throw at Lou Williams. I don't think we need to go there, but I think it's worth mentioning because, you know, no Collins, potentially no Wright, so Williams could play the backup point, and potentially no Bogdan, who also could play backup point. So, you know, it really does lead a path for Lou Williams to play about 20 minutes, so... That's it. Let's shift over to Dallas, Miami. Um, One of the two games, as I mentioned, that do not have a total. But right now, it doesn't matter who's playing, who's in and out. Luka Doncic is a lock and load. Two straight 70-plus fantasy point games. Two straight with 45 or more actual. In both those games, he shot over 45% and hit six threes. Um, He's getting to the foul line. He's rebounding. I mean, he's doing... Everything and you know, even if Spencer Dinwiddie, who is off the injury report, is here, I don't think that's going to matter uh, because it wasn't mattering when Chris Paul was there either. So uh fire up Luca in any format you'd like, and then I don't, I don't love the rest of the the Mavs, and it's you know, mainly because Dinwiddie's entering the fold, and what does that do to Jalen Brunson, who's been playing a whole bunch of minutes? What does that do for Dinwiddie? Uh, Playing alongside the likes of Luka and and Jalen Brunson. Who comes off the bench? I don't suspect they would start all three. You know, Reggie Bullock has been playing a whole bunch of minutes and and probably will still play minutes, but Dinwiddie, you know, being a high usage player, is going to take shots away from Bullock. No interest in in Finney Smith. His floor is single digits. I I, I don't know where else to go against Miami. It's a tough defense. Um, You know, Maxi Kleba's fallen kind of. out of of the rotation in in favor of Dwight Powell. Maybe we look at Powell as, you know, a guy that we want to maybe play in tournaments, but we also know there's a very, very low floor with Powell as well. Um, So I I think it's Luka and Powell, and then uh, we flip over to the Miami side. I don't love a lot of things here either, but it could get interesting because Jimmy Butler, who's been dealing with injuries all year, is questionable. Tyler Hero is already ruled out. And Caleb Barton is also a questionable. I mean, if Butler doesn't play, the offense is going to flow through Bam out of bio. Whether Kyle Lowry is on the floor or not, which, you know, all indications are he is. is going to be. Um, Bam is going to be their leading scorer and go-to guy. Uh, you know, that's not something that Lowry is doing. He hasn't scored over... 13 or 14 points in 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games dating back to January 3rd. So this is going to be Bam's offense. I think Butler's okay if he plays. I don't love going up against Dallas's top-rated defense. 8,600 is a good price. Uh, same with 7,900 for Bam. And and I love Lowry at 64 if Butler sits, uh, knowing that Tyler Hero's out. The, the value plays, though, like, you know, Duncan Robinson is a guy who, who could get hot. Uh, you know, they paid him all that money in the offseason to make threes, and he's been okay at it, 36% below his career average. So I think, you know, if, if Butler sits and Caleb Martin sit, uh, I do think Duncan Robinson has a little value. Same goes for P.J. Tucker. Very low floor on Tucker, as we know. I think Gabe Vincent same like all these guys same it's all the same Robinson Vincent Tucker, Strauss like they're all tournament darts at best if all these guys are sitting so um, that's it for the Miami side. Let's shift our attention to probably the best basketball matchup of the night going up Boston and Philly um, you know two teams who have a chance to win the East you know flat out. Boston has been one of the best teams in the NBA, if not the best team in the NBA in February. And Philly just made a splash to acquire, you know, James Harden, who's obviously the biggest trade piece to the biggest domino effect, uh, I should say, at the trade deadline. So let's start with Boston. It is a low total. It 211, And Philly is a good defensive team. Uh, Let me pull it up. Defensive rating-wise, Philly is 8th. And Boston's second. So we have two of the top eight defensive units in basketball. And it shouldn't surprise you that I'm not going to really love this game. Like, we know the upside from Tatum. We've seen this time and time again. If you just look through the box score, we know this guy can get as hot as anyone in the league. We also know if you're paying 9-7, he cannot give you 34, 37, 39 fantasy points, which he did in three straight games um, earlier this month. So you know, Tatum is a tournament play. He's averaged 45 fantasy points against these 76ers this year. Same goes for Jalen Brown, who is still too expensive. He should not be over AK in recent form. There's just not a lot of upside at this price point. And he hasn't looked good against Philly. And, you know, maybe he sees Matisse-Thibault defense, and and that's not fun for anybody. So, um, Thibault is active, right? Yeah, he's active. So, tournaments only, but I, I, I don't love the price. I don't love the price on Rob Williams, I'll tell you that. 7,400 going up against Joel Embiid. I think I'll pass there. I think there'll be better center plays later on. Um, Marcus Smart, 61, is fine. He's averaging 31 fantasy points over his last five games. He's fine. Derek White's fit in like a glove since the trade. Um, 26 and 33 fantasy points, 28 and 29 minutes. I think this is going to be the roll. 33 fantasy points on 28 20- Nine will round up percent shooting against Atlanta. You know, gotta think that's going to improve. So, yeah, I mean, I think Derek White's uh, an interesting play for for tournaments. Uh, probably my favorite play on this Celtics team. You know, Al Horford revenge narrative. Yeah, no, it's not for me. Um, Fifty four hundred. I'm not going to go there. But that's it. So let's flip to the Philly side of things where. We have Joel Embiid coming off, you know, 83 fantasy points against Cleveland, which was a really tough matchup. And Boston's a really tough matchup. And Embiid's just, you know, casually averaged 61.6 fantasy points against them this year. So, you know, and it's on 41% shooting, huh? He's a 49% shooter and he's only shooting 41% against Boston. It goes to show you how good Horford and Williams are up front. But he's getting to the line a bunch, over 10 times, 11 11 times per game to be exact against the Celtics. Um, 26, 14, 6, 3 blocks and 2 steals per game. Unheard of. So if you want to spend out for Embiid, I'm not going to tell you not to. It's a great spot. And and I talk about this all the time. People are going to gravitate toward Giannis if he plays. He sat out the front leg of a back-to-back tonight. People are going to gravitate to the Minnesota-Charlotte game and and get all the high-priced guys there because it's a 240 total. Um, if John Morant plays, people are going to go there. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, people are going to go there in the late night hammer. You will probably get Joel Embiid in a tough matchup at lower draft percentage than he should be. Sometimes even a tough matchup stars rise to the occasion, and in the case of Joel Embiid, 62 fantasy points per game. I think that's rising to the occasion. All right, so uh, I do like Embiid quite a bit here for tournaments. I think he will be lower owned. You can. And he'll be a great tournament contrarian play. Twice Harris is fine, seventy four hundred. You know, seventy three hundred rather. Sorry, he's okay. Same with Maxi. Like, I don't love attacking Boston. Just straight up, it's just you know, Thibel's going to be on the floor a lot. If you want to go, I, I like him better on Fanduel and DraftKings. Note or Fanduel and Yahoo rather, are our partners over at Yahoo. Note the steals category six. Last game, this that is three points a pop on FanDuel and Yahoo, including a block. He would have had twenty one points and steals and blocks. Not to you know to go along with six points, three assists, two rebounds. So I like Thybul over there on Yahoo and and FanDuel. Not my favorite play, but obviously in play if he's gonna give you multiple steals and blocks per game. I like the minutes Shake Milton's played twenty five and twenty on a back to back in his first two games after missing a month, but. You know they're 25 and 20 minutes it's not it's not really reliable right now and same goes for Korkmaz up and down with the minutes so I don't I don't I think it's in bead for me uh on this Philly side truthfully and and you don't even need to go there but in tournaments I do like it moving on to Indiana Milwaukee we saw Giannis sit out um due to an ankle injury he was At the beginning of the day, probable with ankle soreness. And then was downgraded to doubtful and then eventually downgraded to out. We will see if he plays here. Um, Maybe they want to keep him fresh heading into the All-Star break. They could probably beat Indiana without him. Uh, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are pretty good. So that is obviously something to watch. Um, But let's start with Indiana because they are the road team. Tyrese Halliburton, man, you know, not sure why Sacramento traded him. Um, and we're going to see a lot of Tyrese Halliburton the rest of this year. He's played 40 and 41 minutes in his first two games with Indiana. 22-16-5 against Minnesota. 23, 6 assists, 3 rebounds, 3 steals against Cleveland. Um, he's a monster. He is a fantasy point monster. The, the keys... To the Lambo, are his uh, this Indiana franchise put all their stock into this 21-year-old point guard, and he's delivered so far. So the only thing I'd, I'd you know, I'd hesitate going to Halliburton if Malcolm Brogdon plays, and that's because Halliburton's 8500. It's not cheap. Um, if Brogdon plays, he's currently listed as questionable. He's going to be limited. It's been almost a month since he's last played. Twenty. 20- you know, he played twenty six minutes back on January nineteenth, so we'll we'll see some limitations if he returns. Um but Halliburton if Brogdon sits is an elite uh spend up. Same goes for Buddy Hield, who's been good in his Indiana um his Indiana gear. He's you know, he's missing shots, but we've seen eight plus rebounds in both games, and he had an eight assist game in his first in his first uh appearance with Indiana, so in a tournament, a guy who's averaging 18 shot attempts in 40 minutes for Indiana, sure. If those shots fall like we know Buddy Heald is capable of, I know this year has definitely been down shooting 38% from the floor, just 36% from three, um, definitely down, uh, which has been a league-wide phenomenon. Something John talks about a lot is is the ball change, but 40 minutes and 18 shot attempts per game, eight and a half rebounds per game. I mean, Buddy Hield could break a slate. Um, Chris Duarte already ruled out, it looks like. Uh, won't play Tuesday or Wednesday, so he's out for, you know, the remainder of the All-Star break. Um, Miles Turner, we know, is out. They already ruled Isaiah Jackson out. Uh, we know TJ Warren and McConnell are out. You know, O'Shea set could be in play here. Um, I get that Terry Taylor... Okay, Terry Taylor played last game, 13 minutes, so forget that. Brissette, back-to-back 37-plus minute games, back-to-back 40 burgers, back-to-back double-doubles. And this is someone last year we saw get a lot of run. Um, so I could I could see myself rostering some O'Shea Brissette here. 5,400, not the best price, but also he's, I mean, if he's going to give you 40 fantasy points, like, do you dislike that? Like, do you dislike money? Uh, I don't think so. So, Uh, moving down, Lance Stevenson, tournaments only, two last three games, he's played 30 minutes, but like, you know, is that direct correlation to Duarte? I guess so. Duarte leaves and he plays 30 minutes, so you could go Lance in tournaments, he's just $4,000. Um, Jalen Smith has been good, and this is, we know Terry Taylor's out, or Terry Taylor only played 13 minutes, his return, we know Isaiah Jackson's out, we know Miles Turner's out, Jalen Smith can fill it the F up. 17 and 12 in just 23 minutes. He's played 21 and 23 minutes in his first two games with the Pacers. So I, I mean, this is a, he was a lotto pick last year for Phoenix and, and they just gave up on him, you know, partly due to the fact that they have a lot of pieces that need to win now. And, and as good as Jalen Smith may be, um, he wasn't valuable there. He's going to be valuable here. 3,900 for Jalen Smith in tournaments is, is awfully appealing. Um, so I, I mean, this Indiana team, as you know, as horrible it is to watch it sometimes, they're going to be valuable in DFS on Tuesday. Um, shifting over to Milwaukee again, Giannis' is, Giannis's status is the elephant in the room. If he doesn't play, we load up on Middleton and Holiday and Portis, and they're all too they're all too cheap. So as is Grace Allen, um, as is Jordan Nwora. But I think the interesting thing, if Giannis doesn't play. They started Serge Ibaka at the center position tonight. They shifted Portis over to power forward. I guess it it honestly doesn't matter who played where. One of them played power forward. One of them played center. Um, If Giannis doesn't play, what do we see? Does Ibaka sit the back-to-back? Does he start again? I mean, you know, it's definitely an interesting thing that we're going to have to pay attention attention to. Um, You know, they traded for P.J. Tucker at the deadline last year. And PJ Tucker was you know, one of the main reasons that they ended up winning a championship. Are they going to hit lightning in a bottle twice with Ibaka? We'll find out. And I think they're willing to find out because we know Patrick Connaughton's out. We know Brooke Lopez has been out for an extended period of time. Giannis, you know, in and out of the lineup. And they're missing some pieces. So I think Ibaka is interesting if Giannis does sit again. Now... The game of the night in terms of Vegas. 244, as I previously mentioned, is what it opened at. Um, <laughs> six and a half point spread for the Timberwolves at home. But we're going to start on the Charlotte side. And I don't know why LaMelo Ball is on the 9,100. And I know he only had 35 fantasy points at 9,400 last slate. But look at the two slates prior. I mean, he's in his best Offensive rhythm in terms of scoring the basketball that he's been in all year Um, 33, 31, 25 actual points in three straight games. He's had five or more threes in each of those games. And the game against Memphis was pretty much an anomaly. Two assists, four rebounds. This is a guy who averages over seven a clip in both categories. Um, So obviously, We're going to get some positive regression there. I love LaMelo Ball at 9,100 in this matchup, and I think he's going to be very popular. We have seen him, his ownership has been over 50% in all single entries the last three slates. And I don't see that stopping now in a 244 total. He is going to be extremely popular. So if you want to play LaMelo Ball, you can play him. Uh, He's going to be popular if you want to fade him, you know. Look at someone like Terry Rozier, who's coming off the game of his life—66 fantasy points. In matter of fact, back-to-back, 66 and a half fantasy point games um, for Terry Rozier. One triple double, one one assist shy of a triple double. So, if you want to play Rozier, that's your pivot off baller. If you want to play them both, because they both went for 60 um, two games ago. Um, you know, Miles Bridges, who has not been great but we've seen him pop. He went for 50 against Toronto on the 7th. Um in when did he go in the garden last month, almost a month ago? He went for 38 68 fantasy points. So we know Miles Bridges has massive upside. Um Kelly Oubre, Cody Martin and Gordon Hayward, they're both still out. Huh. Kelly Oubre only 20 points, huh? That are 20 minutes rather. So that's a little interesting. Um, where did the, min- I mean, it was a blowout. I, you know, I, I'll, I'll give you that. 20 minutes for James Buchnight, Uh back-to-back games. Where did the minutes go for for Oubre? Did they just play a big lineup? I mean, Montrezl Harrell played 29 minutes. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. Plumlee played 30. And P.J. Washington played 22. So it looks like Washington's going to be the odd ball out. Can't say I blame them. Um, they wanted to trade him at the deadline anyway. So, uh, sorry, bud. Um, but Harold, if Harold's going to play a- anywhere close to 29 minutes against Carl Lathie Town, sign me the hell up. 20-9 um, and nine with two assists? Yeah, I- I'm interested there. Uh, I'm interested in me too, because everyone's going to gravitate to Harrell. And we've seen some... We've seen some upside out of out of Plum Dog, so uh, I don't hate that at all. Uh, on the Minnesota side, Carl Anthony Towns under 10k, coming off a dreadful game, five fouls in 22 minutes, could not stay out of foul trouble, could not stay on the floor. You know, not great. But 34 minutes in 22 minutes or 34 fantasy points in 22 minutes, a 15-13 double double just shows you the type of upside he has. And Charlotte is the best center matchup on the board. He only went for 44 earlier. He's going to be popular uh, because of the Charlotte matchup. But we could definitely go there. And Edwards coming off one of those games, two straight now. He scored 37 and 31 actual 52 plus fantasy points in each of those games. You could definitely fire up Edwards in this matchup. Same goes for D'Angelo Russell, who continues to be steady. You know, averaging 38 fantasy points over the last five games, averaging 37 fantasy points on the year, 37 and a half fantasy points last game. So, you know, steady, steady, steady. Patrick Beverly's been good too. He's got a nice floor, 22 fantasy points or more in six straight games. He's $5,000. I'd be willing to, you know, take a flyer on Beverly. I think that's a nice play. Um, after that, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, assess the Minnesota front court because... I'm not going to play Jared Vanderbilt. He's too... It's too wishy-washy with how they handle his minutes. Um, same goes for Torian Prince. Same goes for Malik Beasley. I guess the one guy that they're kind of giving minutes consistently to is Jaden McDaniels. 30-21, 33-21, 25. I mean, he hasn't played less than 20 in like 10 straight games. So if you want to go there, I don't hate it, but I, I, I just don't feel the need it's really the big three plus Beverly That's that's really where you're, where our interest should lie. Uh, Memphis, new Orleans. Now John Morant is questionable for this game. So that's obviously something that we're going to have to pay attention to left ankle soreness. Um, I think was the left ankle, the ankle he hurt earlier this year. I mean, it's just, you know, a little sprain. So we'll see how we, we'll see what happens. But if he plays, he's in play, uh, he hasn't been great. 45 fantasy points, but the price has come down 9,500. So, we, you know, if you can get there, you get there. If he doesn't play, though, I mean, load up. Jaron Jackson is in play. Um, Jaron Jackson is in play with or without Morant. Um, Desmond Bain would be in play coming off a monster game. 46 fantasy points. His last time out. Um, Steven Adams has been really, really good. In 16 minutes. This just goes to show you uh, we should attack Charlotte. 16 minutes. 15, 11, four and three blocks, 42 fantasy points. I mean, you gotta be, that's, that's crazy. Um, back to back double doubles, three and four games. I mean, Steven Adams definitely in play. Um, Freddie Clark, you know, 29 fantasy points or more in three straight. I don't hate that. Uh, and then I think a lot, a lot of people will gravitate towards Ty Jones and Dante Melton If, um, if John Morant ends up sitting. So we'll have to see what the status of Morant is. Uh, On the New Orleans side of things, they're on a back-to-back. You know, I don't love this team because Memphis is very good defensively. They're 7th best in terms of defensive rating on the year. Brandon Ingram just feels a little too pricey, 8,200, especially with the addition of CJ McCollum, who has been very good uh, since his you know, uh, since the addition. But he's going to draw a lot of Desmond Bain defense. I don't love that. He did score 25 against him earlier in the year, but 8 for 21, I mean, that just shows. Bain made him work. And, you know, he had a On 21 shots, he scored 25 points. So don't love McCullum in this spot. I don't love Valentunas on a back-to-back. Hernan Goat, a little too expensive for 12 minutes. Herbert Jones too expensive I I think they're a full fade for me. Unless someone's ruled out, New Orleans is a full fade for me. And then our late night hammer. Uh, the Clippers on the second leg of a back to back. I fully expect Marcus Morris to sit here just knowing Marcus Morris. I mean, let's before I before I go any further, let's just see when the last time he's played a back to back. January 31st and 30th. I guess there's a possibility he plays. Um, he has been good offensively four of his last five games. He scored 20 or more actual. So, he's he's okay. Um, $6,000 isn't my favorite price going up against <laughs> the Suns in a 12.5 point spread. Um, you know, you can... In tournaments, it's fine. Same thing go, applies for Reggie Jackson. Tournaments, um, Zubats, you know, he's very cheap. 4500 but it is a back-to-back. I think Terrence Mann is where my exposure would really lie. Um, Amir Coffee, especially if Luke Kennard sits again. But if Luke Kennard plays, I would go to Kennard. I think those are the only three guys I I really have any interest in. I don't expect this game to stay close in the second leg. we back back-to-back either. Um, and then for, to wrap it up on, this, on the Sun side, is this game going to stay close? I don't know, but it, it is revenge for Chris Paul. Um, he's taken a lot of shots uh, against them this year, 14 per game. Um, he doesn't really do that anymore. So it really shows he wants to get his offense going against his old team. He's averaging 42 fantasy points against him, so not bad. But I don't think we need to go there 8,800. Especially if this if he's only playing three quarters. Same goes for Booker. You could definitely do it in tournament. I don't love it. I like eight and sixty-six hundred. I think there's some upside here. Uh, I mean, we saw in short span against Washington on the fifth. You know, it's only his fifth game back. So on the fifth, he had twenty and sixteen in just twenty-four minutes. So like, he is capable of big games, not playing thirty minutes. I mean, three of the last five games. He's put up 32-plus fantasy points. And in each of those games, he's played less than 27 minutes. So there is some upside for Aiden at 66. Bridges is fine. Crowder, you know, it's $4,500. You could do worse than him. Um, Torrey Craig played 23 minutes in his in his debut. Like, Shout out Bowers if you want to play your boy. Now, is that because of the blowout? Let's check pop. We can check popcorn machine real quick. Um, I I mean they traded Jalen Smith to get Torrey Craig in their rotation, so I don't expect it um, to be a situation where he's not playing. He played. I mean, he only played eight first half minutes. Oof, but he played the whole fourth. He played the last fifteen minutes of the game. And if you suspect this is another blowout. I mean, Torrey Craig, it's the same situation all over again, right? He's going to play 15 straight minutes, and... All right, so that's interesting. Um, Cam Johnson, 26 minutes of back-to-back games. Uh, If you want to go there, 3,800 if you suspect blowout. Uh, But that'll do it. Seven games. Um, Again, I am going to be solo potting this week. John is in Vegas. John, I hope you're uh, having a great time in Vegas and at the conference with everybody. Um... But yeah, any questions, hit us up in Discord. Any questions, On you can find me on Twitter at the underscore real underscore grande, or you can at DFS Alarm or at Fantasy Alarm or at Fantasy Alarm NBA, and we'll be sure to get your questions. Um, if you need to go to Discord, uh, there is a DFS Alarm and a Fantasy Alarm Discord um, for seasonal or DFS content, obviously. Um, so for James, for Fantasy Alarm, uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow.